0: Good morning. This is Christine Giacomo. Today's morning briefing I've entitled Rucksacks in the Hood. This is a weekly installment on my ministry to the street people of Long Beach. It has been quite a journey and I have introduced some winsome folk over the months of writing about Long Beach. It is great reading if you'd like to read past briefings at www.pastorwoman.com. Click on Morning Briefings Written and select Tales from Long Beach. The morning started off on a strange note because the two senior fellows, pastors from the church, came to allegedly pray with me before our weekly prayer meeting. Great idea in theory, but not in reality. What they were really about is letting me know they're clamping down on the street people who hang around the church. I wonder how God felt about the prayer time that really wasn't and what ensued instead. I know how I felt, unwanted. It seems like maybe our steadily growing prayer group will need to find a new home. So I'm working on it. It was a little after 11 o'clock, CP time, as they call it, colored people time, and time to start. So I took the floor and submitted the time to God. The message I brought to focus our prayer time was on inner healing, why we need it, and the fact that only God can come and clean up a battered, broken life only God can truly wash away sin and guilt and make us over. It was a deep message for the short time we had together but it was a God inspired words that I knew many of the folk who gather in the basement needed. So we made the most of the time we had. One of the greatest delights on these Friday mornings is when the body ministers to the body. For instance in response to my question What do you need God to do for you today? Antoine raised his hand and said, I need him to take away my anxiety, my worry. Does anyone know any scripture that might help our brother out? I asked. And without taking a breath, a handsome fellow with a worn leather Bible in front of him replied, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then he was quiet. But the rest of the room broke out in applause. Yes, Curtis, for that was his name, knew scripture that would provide help for Antoine's distress. Pray. The scripture, Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. He just rattled it off, right off the top of his head. In the Living Translation, it says, Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything, I told Antoine. Only God can give your heart and mind peace and rest. And then we bowed our heads together and prayed for all of the folk in the room who were battling worry, anxiety, fear. Remember, most of these people lay their heads down on concrete at night. "'Fear is a constant in their existences. "'Someone else,' I said, looking from face to face. "'What do you need God to do for you today?' "'And this time it was Curtis, "'with a very solemn expression and furrowed brow, who said, "'I want God to give me a pure heart, a clean heart. "'A woman behind me said, Psalm 51. "'I hadn't even located in my Bible "'when Curtis, with soulful eyes, and beautiful, clear voice, began singing the words of a pleasing melody, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. But he did, he sang a pretty melody. The words King David sang to, da- to God, crying out for cleansing, after his sin of adultery with Bathsheba. David, who God called a man after my own heart, sinned mightily, but sought forgiveness and purity of heart, and he was restored. This vignette fit right in with my message of our need for inner healing. I'm reminded of a time about 25 years ago when I taught fitness classes. One class I taught was 30 minutes of solid abdominals exercises several times a week, and a guy named Tom, who was a regular, a retired Vietnam vet, his days were filled with working out, At six foot six inches tall he had only two percent body fat. One of his training exercises included running down the beach dragging a 75 pound rucksack behind him through the sand. Incredible to watch. Friends, are you dragging a rucksack behind you? Are you weighed down by unforgiveness, guilt, past failures and pains? Guess that explains why the Duke of Earl doesn't go home. That is, where his sisters and brothers still live, in Illinois. He feels so hurt by them, by things they said and did years ago, things that wounded and shaped him. Then there's the guilt he carries over his own moral failures, crushing the spirit of a wife who loved him, when he thought other women would make him more happy. And the memories from Nam the drugs to cover the pain of all of these, all the while he knew better. Remember, I mentioned earlier that he was raised in the church. He knew, knows, the right way. And he knows when he violates his conscience, still. So friends, are you dragging a 75-pound rucksack behind you, filled with shame or unforgiveness or failed expectations? Cut the ropes! Drag it around in front of you. Take out your pains and give each one to the one who loves you. Ask him to heal your heart. Heal your pain and set you free. And then do not pick up the burdens again. Honestly, I have to open my own rucksack today and give those two praying, controlling church guys to God. Let him decide where my people and I will pray on Fridays. He is the God in control. He is the God on the throne. Hallelujah. Empty your rucksack today. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and again, today's title is Rucksacks in the Hood.